Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Psalm 107 verses 8 and 9. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and I am continuing to mix it up by not doing the introductory uh, 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 statement and title drop in the same cadence that I've been doing it for the last five years. I can change. I can learn. And people have actually commented. They're like, you're not saying it the way you usually do. And I say... It's a new era. It's a new a new day is dawning, and uh, I can I can change. I can adapt. I can adapt to this this new world. And uh, speaking of, I don't know new worlds. I I get. I don't know that that's that's fraught with political implications. Speaking of uh, uh, what we were speaking of last week, I guess because we're still talking about Thanksgiving. Uh, is is this week's book 2013's The Berenstain Bears? Thanksgiving blessings, and if you listened to last week's, and I hope you did, uh, I have back on the show last week's guest and returning champion, uh, the Reverend Lauren McLevy. Welcome back, Lauren. Hi. Hello. Good to be back for more Thanksgiving. How's the last week treating you? Uh, not much sleep, but uh, yeah, pretty good overall, I guess. That's good. That's good to hear. No, <laughs> and no, no, nothing, nothing really new to report since we last spoke. Nah. Yeah, it's still <laughs> it's still autumn in bear country as far as this book is concerned, and the ground is covered with snow. Do you have any snow where you are? Not yet. It was seventy all last week, so we just lost all our leaves. All our trees are bare, but that's about it. The uh, the bears in this book make a big deal out of the fact that it's 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 autumn, but it looks like winter, and it's snowy enough that they're actually able to borrow Farmer Ben's uh, sleigh to make the trip to their to the to their grandparents' house. The sleigh and the horse, which are apparently gold. <laughs> yep. Everything is gold. Like just just a, a fine, a fine gilded horse. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever ridden in a one horse open sleigh through uh through the snowy landscape? No. I've always wanted to though. It I it doesn't seem comfortable. Oh. Well, get some hot chocolate and a blanket, cuddle up. Mm, could I guess, be fun. Like I look at it and it looks pretty romantic and awesome, but then I'm like, it's probably really cold. <laughs> Like the like the Central Park horse carriages, right? And then you get a stinky horse, and you're... I assume that Farmer Ben's horse is taken care of better than the Central Park horses. I hope so. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> it looks pretty happy. It's it's mm. smiling proudly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, all the animals in this series are semi sentient, so it, it, it's aware of what it's doing. <laughs> this is a this is oh I should point out this is now uh, a Mike Berenstain book. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, 2013 Jan had passed in 2012 so this is uh this is his I assume his endeavor now as I learned as I learned from Mike himself just last week uh the uh just because he and his uh, you know the name on the cover doesn't necessarily reflect everyone who had a hand in it because uh when I covered the Berenstain Bears lose a friend I found out that the entire book was actually drafted by his father before he died and then he and his mother uh, did did rewrites and re reconceptualizing re on it, but you never really know whose hand was involved in the in the mm. in the in the crafting of a book. So uh, if if Jan had a part in this one, I would love to hear from Mike and find out. But uh, but this is a book that is focused very much on blessings and going to the grandparents' house. 
And American history again. And a weird take on American history. Yeah, interesting. (laughs) Isn't it? Isn't it just, it it does, it is, I was not expecting that when I opened this book. Yeah, that was a good, good uh, left turn. (laughs) Like the the movie Audition, it takes a big left turn towards the end there. Congratulations on being the first guest to ever bring up the movie Audition and to (laughs) compare it to a Berenstain Bears book. No problem. Watch Audition. <laughs> or or don't watch Audition if you're not of that of that of that mindset. But um, read, read about it first. But I will say that this book uh, actually has far more distressing implications than the movie Audition, in my opinion. <laughs> because because Audition is just about the uh, something terrible that happens to to one person and. This book is about something terrible that actually happened to a lot of people and kind of the rewriting of that, of that, of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But first, over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. Snow. Snow. Uh, this is, I, I think I covered this on a book, on one of our, one of my books years ago, but uh, this, this is a song that was actually originally over the river and through the woods to grandfather's house we go. And then it got changed over the years to grandmother's house for whatever reason. Huh, interesting. Yeah, uh I think our I think uh John McCoy on uh Sophomore Lit covered this poem and that's I think where I initially learned that. So Snow. Snow. I love how the baby just yells stuff. I'm going to just start yelling stuff too. Like her like men. Yep. Snow. That's how <laughs> Snow. you know she's learning to talk, I guess. Yeah. Even though that wasn't my it, that wasn't my experience with children. It was more, uh, they'll just start repeating swear words. Yes, uh, yes. My son says some very interesting words. And I swear I have never laughed, so I don't know why he still does it. <laughs> like, don't laugh, don't laugh. I think it's because they know those words have power. <laughs> like, they hear the way we say them, and they're like, aha, those are magic mm. words. Uh, I just don't just don't say it at school. I say. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's I, 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 I have had the just okay. If just stay it, keep it at home, and we'll be good. <laughs> so um, let's look at this. So the kids are all excited about food, and they start going on about how they can't wait for the big Thanksgiving spread. And it's a pretty traditional, I would say, spread as far as like Americana goes. Yeah, pies, edamame, mashed potatoes. <laughs> There's, your edam- <laughs> There's your edamame again. You just you just love that edamame that the bears eat for for Thanksgiving. It's probably green beans, I imagine. But uh, I I I will say that now I am I am advocating for edamame on our Thanksgiving <laughs> on our Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, uh, gravy, cranberry sauce. Uh, what is your thoughts? What are your thoughts on cranberry sauce? Um, it's too sweet for me. I don't like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's if it's homemade or from a can. It's just too much. Yeah, it's just too sweet for me. All right. All right. We Never were having liked it. <laughs> we were having this discussion in the house just yesterday about cr- canned versus homemade, and Alana can't stand the canned, and I can go either way. But it we, it did occur to us that like canned versus homemade are that's two completely different two completely different items. Yeah, I like the can because I like that it stays in the can shape. I yeah. think that's funny, but I uh, uh, don't like it. <laughs> but I think I think what we came to was no matter what you eat, uh, neither of them are actually sauces. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, one is a gelatin dessert and one is a relish. So you're wrong, Thanksgiving. 
Um, so, okay. So this is where we get into blessings. Uh, it's time, you know, like there's like, there's more to Thanksgiving than the food. And Papa says, it's time for giving thanks and thinking of all our blessings. So uh, what are your thoughts on the the concept of blessings? We talked about giving thanks last week. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the concept of blessings. Blessings has a long history of of meaning different things, right? So people ask me what's a blessing, and um, we tend to think of them as good things that come from God, specifically. That's what we, you know, good things in our lives that we can ascribe to God giving us, right? Yeah. So sometimes, but sometimes we get the idea that a blessing is like, you know, hashtag blessed, you know, you see online, I got my new uh, SUV, hashtag blessed. It's like, well, uh, the SUV itself, I don't think, would be a blessing. Maybe the the talent you have for your job that got you the raise that got, bought you the car would be the blessing, right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, but in, over time, you get this problem with the ideas of blessings equal stuff or riches. Mm-hmm. So you're blessed if you have money. So you're inherently a better person if you're rich. Right. And then if you're poor, it's because you did something wrong and you're being punished. Mm. So you don't have blessings. We try to not do that. That's called the prosperity gospel. My church tries not to go that way, but other preachers do go that way. I won't name any, but you can probably think of some. <laughs> you could probably Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you can think of some very prominent people that, that say that this sort of stuff. But anyway, so a blessing is is like a good thing that comes from God. But so when you say like it's not material, then what is it? Yeah, I don't think of it as material. That's my my particular theology. So mm-hmm. it would be like um, a blessing of your your particular skill for oration. Like you have good radio voice, right? right. So you, that could be a blessing that you have, or or you're good if you're good at math. Like you have a good head for numbers. You're blessed with the skill of numbers. Or if you're an inventor, you have you're blessed with creativity. To think of new things. Um, stuff like that. That's usually I kind of go nebulous with it. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, uh, kind of the idea that uh, if if you are, if you are, if you naturally have some sort of advantage, maybe? Mm, I guess. Or everybody has certain things they're good at, right? Yeah. So you can think of those as blessings or like your family. If you, you know, have a nice family that you like. You're blessed with them or your friends, good mm-hmm. friends, um, can be a blessing to you. And you can act as a blessing to someone else, I always tell people. You know, mm. if I go out of my way to help my neighbor, which I'm supposed to do anyway as a Christian person, <laughs> I can be a blessing to them. I see. Mm-hmm. There is a, uh, there is, I mean, because that is a, you know, we talk in our household about uh, the Jewish concept of mitzvah, which is essentially, you know, being a, an unasked for, you know, like it's it's a it's something you do for the good of another person or the good of society uh, without being asked to do it. It's it's just a uh, it's you you've done a mitzvah for someone. And yeah, yeah, that's very kind of, similar. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, similar concept. And but that is not what the bears are talking about here, or it's not necessarily what the bears are talking about here. Yeah, well, because they talk about blessing the food, mm-hmm. which you do, which is like a prayer of thanksgiving for the food. The problem is that 
English is a very limited language. Right. So all these words that get translated to mean one to one word had all different words in the past, you know? So it's yeah. confusing. Papa and Mama, but mostly Papa, does a does this thing where he divides blessings up into categories. Mm-hmm. And so the first one he comes up with is the blessing of faith and freedom. Uh-huh. And he ties yes. all of this into, as you said, uh, well, it's it's bear country history, but it's it's more or less American history. Uh, we also learned that the pilgrims came over on the bear flower in this one, which uh, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I don't, it, was that was that true in the last? That was not true no. in the last book. In the last, it said book, the Mayflower on the last one. Yeah. Yep, it definitely says the Mayflower. But now it is the bear flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I get, I find. So they so they divide their blessings up. They start off, they categorize them. And the first one is is faith and freedom. And Papa talks about how the you know like uh, the pilgrim bears came to bear country seeking uh, freedom to worship God, uh, and that the native bears who we've heard about previously gave them food and shared in a great feast the first Thanksgiving. Uh, those pilgrims gave us the freedom to have faith. And worship God in whatever way we think is right, mm-hmm. which seems like a strange, mm-hmm. a strange takeaway from this little story is that the the pilgrims gave us the freedom to have faith. Yeah, because they didn't have faith before. Uh, well, that yeah, because the whole reason they left Europe was because they felt like they couldn't practice their faith the way they wanted, whether they could or not. I don't, you know. Uh, so that is an odd sentence. Yeah. And we worship, and uh, if you want to hear more about church history, go back to the previous episode. Right. We talked about that. (laughs) But it seems like a, it seems like a sort of a, a reverse engineering way to try to get this into the concept of a blessing. It's weird. Like the blessing of faith. Faith and freedom. Freedom to do whatever they wanted. Yes, that's true. But you never, your faith your faith isn't something that someone else can stop you from having because it's it's an internal thing, right? Yeah, or we're just thinking too hard about it. Which- well, I don't know, but oh, that's that's the concept of the show. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like if we're talking about blessings, you said that a blessing is something that was given to us by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this- like faith or like our free will is a blessing. But this is like kind of saying like no, 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 no. no. The blessing of faith and freedom came from the hard work and sacrifice of the pill. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up to me. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it does say that, huh? Yeah. Like, and then the the native bears helped them out and that gave them the, I don't, I don't understand. I don't see where like the concept of blessing, like it seems to almost work against the idea of a blessing at this point. And it seems like he's trying to shoehorn in a little bit of the pilgrim story. It doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, it do, yeah. It yeah. It is a. It is a. And I can see where like okay, you're writing a book about Thanksgiving. You gotta work in the pilgrim story, but you're trying to make this one more religious than the last one. And did you <laughs> did you see the illustration? They're doing the the yield cowboy western how thing, holding up their hand. They sure are. Ugh. They sure are. I mean, it could just be a a, a native bear waving hello. Right. <laughs> it but it, could... just, it just reminds me of all those old westerns. It is terrible. Uh, the uh, the pilgrim, though, is waving back. So maybe maybe the pilgrim did it first. Maybe. <laughs> it was just like, hello. And the native bear is like, hello? Like, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for this basket full of, it looks like, two cantaloupes. 
uh, an ear of corn and a fish. And a fish tail, just the tail. Right, right. Well, why should they give the pilgrims the whole fish? You know, they did most of the work. Just start you off. We have a bunch of these old tails sitting around. Here you go. Um, then we get our, our page d- divided up by free stickers. Stickers, yay! <laughs> we have a sticker insert. Um, which some pretty cute stickers. I like the stickers. Yeah. yeah. I mean... You can forgive a lot of like wonky history and race relations if you put some stickers in the middle. Yeah, because even my edamame is on a sticker, so I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you're right. Hey, not many <laughs> kids are going to get the gift of edamame stickers this year, so this book <laughs> this book fulfills that. Um, the next the next blessings are the blessings of peace and plenty, with the ironic image of a bunch of bears shooting at each other right underneath that. So um, yeah, oh man, they farmed the land and it was rich and fruitful then enemies came from across the sea and tried to take it away now the enemies that came were themselves (laughs) from england right because this is back when we were part of england if we're doing american history yeah so enemies from across the sea came yeah who were also us Mm -hmm. and then there was war and suffering (laughs) i can it's it's such a weird way of putting it like the, okay, so yes, it's the it's the war for bear independence, which is the thing we've heard about. But it is a war for independence. So we, the enemy didn't, like you said, they didn't come from anywhere. We were simply pulling away from like ourselves. I mean, the British did send troops, but they were already here. Yeah, it's not as if we were just sitting around firemen and all of a sudden these enemies showed up and shot us. Like, that's what it sounds like. Yes. We were just minding our own business and these soldiers showed up. Now, I'm going to bring in a little bear country history here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We know for a fact, okay, if if we're looking at the chapter books for evidence, we know that the Bear Declaration of Independence was not signed until, I believe, 1789. Mm-hmm. So it could be perhaps that in bear country history, maybe the British weren't here at this point and they didn't come over until later and tried to take over the country and that we had to declare independence from them because they tried to take over. And we, be, okay, because mm-hmm. bear country history did diverge from American history at some point uh, canonically. So maybe it was different. I don't know. Oh, they still wear red coats. They do. They do like red. <sighs> I don't know. But we should be thankful for the blessings of peace and plenty because of all the war and suffering. Okay, that's fine. That's good. I guess bless- peace is a blessing that a lot of people don't have. It is. It unfortunately. is. Um, so I guess, that, I, guess, I guess what it's saying is out of war came peace. So be thankful that we're not fighting anyone right now. Uh, I guess in bear country, they, they're not fighting in the middle bear East or whatever. Yeah, it is 2013. <laughs> uh, America is still embroiled in an endless war in the Middle East. So, but not in bear country, but not in ba- the kids themselves don't have to worry about war. Oh, okay. So I guess that's the blessing. Let's talk about your favorite blessing, the blessing of work. Yeah, woo, capitalism. Yaha. <laughs> uh, I love this one. Let's see. Um, with peace and plenty, the country grew. Roads, cities, bridges, and workshops were built. Boats sailed the rivers as wagons and trains crossed the land, and there was work to be done. And when the work was finished, there was time for play. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I guess work inherently isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, in our capitalist society, having work currently during this pandemic time is kind of a blessing, right? For a lot of people. Right. Having a work you can do safely is like an extra blessing. Because um, a lot of people don't have work they can do safely. But uh, the idea that work in, is inherently a blessing, I don't know. Yeah, it would be more of a blessing, I'd say, if we didn't have to worry about having work in order to survive a pandemic. <laughs> right, or just in general, too, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. You, you work yourself to death and then you retire if you can retire which a lot of people can't but like say you retire at 67 or something and then you die when you're 80 it's like i had 12 years of just fun out of 80 like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) right the notion that that enjoying life is something that can only be done once all the very hard stuff is over right you should do both you should have a balance yeah, yeah, you don't have to do all your work and then have fun. And I think you should be having fun and working and at all at once. Finding enjoyment in life. And of course, this is also a very like uh, privileged position to, to come from because what they're showing is is people who have lives where they actually can put work aside for a while and then enjoy themselves. There's many bears in bear country who do not have that luxury. Yeah, you know, and they're they're talking about industrialization and mm-hmm. you think of all the factories and the little kid workers and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, mm. the the roads, the cities, the bridges and the workshops uh were not built and operated by people who necessarily were able to dance a jig and go to the circus afterwards. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess it is a blessing to be able to go dance a jig. I guess, but at whose expense? Mm. I mean, that's the capitalist thing you were just talking about, which is, you know, like there are, there are, there are, in, in the system that they're referring to, there will always be people who do not get to dance a jig mm-hmm. because they're busy helping ensure that you can dance your jigs. I love um, a good jig. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are, and they are dancing that jig like crazy. Look at them go. I know with their kerchief on. So I guess I'm saying if I guess I guess I guess that says that if you if you are if you have jig time in your in your schedule, I guess count it as a blessing because there's someone who doesn't. Right. I guess that's a good message. Yeah. Again, Papa and Mama never go out of their way to bring that up in this book, that there are a lot of people who do not have this in their lives. Uh, and I think that's a it's a it's a to me, it's a glaring omission. Yeah, well, I guess that would be a downer, huh? It would be a downer, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I think I think that a brother and sister are are have have the constitution to take a little bit of a downer with their a little bit of medicine with their uh, with their dessert. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just thought funny memory. Um, <laughs> my my when I was a kid, I couldn't swallow pills, but I had ear infections all the time, and this one doctor would refuse to give me the liquid amoxicillin he made me get the penicillin pills um but i couldn't swallow them so my mom would crush them in applesauce oh yeah my mom would do that too yeah i still don't like applesauce (laughs) yeah uh uh i i will admit that there is a there is a part of my psyche that anticipates that bitter taste yeah that gross uh mold flavor why apples i mean i guess it was there and it was cheap and well because you know when you have ear i get strep throat a lot too so you throw my throat hurt or whatever Mm -hmm. so the blessing of family and friends uh uh comes next okay i can get on board with this you know um 
And it's not a it's a good thing they say friends because not everybody's mm-hmm. family is good, you know. Right. Sometimes it's best to leave your biological family behind. Yeah. And make a new family. So that's nice that they mentioned friends too. And a blessing to be able to do that because some people yeah. need to leave their families behind but don't have the ability to. And, right. Uh, and it's a it's a it's a luxury and a privilege to be able to to do that, especially in. Certain times, certain times. So, uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of a family that might need to be left behind, Grizzly Gramps and Gran. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we've had experience with, uh, I will say, Grizzly Gramps. Gran is a, is a relatively benign figure and also a diviner and a, a psychic, uh, as, as they have. I don't know if that ever comes up again, but we really? know that. Yeah, in in past books, uh, actually it was Mama originally, and then that got passed on to Grizzly Gran, uh, the ability to uh, to see the future and divine people's uh, and divine people's fortunes. So uh, I, they don't really touch on that anymore. <laughs> okay, that's a little odd. Well, you know, she's a, she's a bear of many talents. Uh, <laughs> she also used to perform in a in a one bear band in vaudeville. So oh, cool. Yeah. She would roller skate and play in a one bear band. And that's how she originally met Grizzly Gramps. He was a, quote, stage door Johnny, which I love bringing up. What? He was a stage door Johnny. He would he would ply her with 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 romantic overtures uh, because he was in love with the with the woman and the vaudeville woman. But she was also being courted by a clown and Grizzly Gramps. Uh, hated this clown so much that he decked him in public when he thought <gasps> that the bear was was moving in on Gran and uh, Grizzly Gran was so impressed by Grizzly Gramps's violent overture that that they fell in love and got married and years later when she took up the the one bear band uh, mantle again in order to help the Cubs with their talent show Grizzly Gramps got so furious at her that he had a a, 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 a verbal altercation with her and left left the house oh no and they thought that their grandparents were going to separate over this but uh he finally <gasps> came to his senses and and got back together with her that's how that's how that's how threatened grizzly gramps is by by uh his wife's success i just i have to i have to bring up that story every single time gramps and gran are mentioned because it's one of my favorite berenstain bear books I'm engrossed in this. I want to read that one. <laughs> uh, the, it's the Berenstain Bears and the Giddy Grandma. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the book that taught children about the concept of stage door Johnny. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, as as Mike says, his his parents just they had odd sense of humor and they loved telling crazy stories and that was one of them. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so they 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 get greeted, they sit down, and uh, we have what is to me the most upsetting page of this entire book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I I am sure you can you can anticipate what page it is that I am referring to. Oh yes, I know what it is. And the look on Gramps' face when he's saying this. Never fear, said Gramps, seating himself at the head of the table. My great-great-grandmother was one-quarter native bear, and I'm ready to share. Let's eat. Yep, because Brother expresses it's a shame that there's no native bears here to share their feast with them. Uh, and <sighs> and I, to which I say, there probably are, Brother. There probably, there probably is a, a, a community nearby who, uh, you know... Who you could probably get to know. There, there's probably native. They're not extinct. There's probably native bears everywhere uh, yeah. around 
around your town uh, as 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 native activists and advocates are 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 uh, commonly uh, constantly saying we are not and we are not a dead people we are we are here our traditions are alive our language is alive we are alive please stop talking about us in the past tense and exactly gramps pulls out that old do you think he believes this or is he making a joke uh I don't know. He's smiling, so he could be making a joke. But it's such an old guy thing to say, isn't it? Isn't it? It's such a grandpa thing to say. Oh, my God. It's that. Uh, well, oh, don't worry about it. I'm 1 15th percent, so let's eat. Like, it's that just like, oh, dude, it's not It's not funny, man. And The wave he, of the hand, like, oh, a whole people's just whatever. I'm, I'm sort of related to them, so right. it's all good. Whatever I say is fine because, uh, you know. My grandma uh, would would bring this up that that my grandfather was was X percent of X tribe and I do believe that it is somewhat true. Like if you go back in the history, you're like okay, like there is there is paperwork there that proves it, but it's a, a small percentage. And also the tribe she named would change periodically. So <laughs> I think my mom ended up having to like do some research and be. Like, okay, there's truth in this, but oh boy, did she need to get her facts straight. So, uh, and also, it doesn't absolve you of anything, Gramps. I know, it doesn't make it okay. (laughs) His blithe attitude towards native bears. Oh, I see. Yeah, I gasped at that too. Yeah. Lots of gasping in these Thanksgiving books. And it is, it is just, so I posted this page on social media uh, just to be like, (laughs) I didn't think that. I didn't think that the net, that that we could have two books in a row that were so just like cringe worthy. And one of my friends was like, "Oh my gosh, what year was this from?" And I'm all 2013. And he's like, "You're kidding me." <laughs> seven years ago. Oh, so, seven years ago. Do you remember seven years ago? <laughs> now, now to be fair, Grizzly Gramps has always been portrayed as that bear who's out of touch. So. Uh, they did delight in, in saying that one of his favorite hobbies was writing angry letters to the editor. Oh, no. <laughs> so we do know what kind of grandpa he is. He is that kind of grandpa. Okay, I get it. So t- 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 taking taking it for what it's worth, we do know that these words are coming out of the mouth of someone who we are we are free to roll our eyes at. Mm-hmm. But remember that this is a book for seven-year-olds, so they may not know that. True, true. Yeah. Um, and I think it's that, to me, it's that little, it's those little drops in the bucket that sort of add up to like, yeah, maybe pass on this book. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to read either of these books to my kids. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, just today someone said like American Thanksgiving is a tradition that's sort of steeped in violence. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked last week about how the fact that like the concept of Thanksgiving doesn't have to be steeped in any kind of history because it's a concept. Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing you can do. You can give thanks without it having to be a political or a, uh, not political, but like a patriotic thing. Uh, like it can definitely be political, but it doesn't have to be steeped in your country's patriotism. Like it can be absent of your 
however you feel about your country, you can just give thanks for what you have. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a lot better than this whole, you know, national holiday, then let's go kill each other to buy a flat screen or whatever. Exactly. Because, yeah, now it's all tied in also with that, that rampant consumerism and, uh, and, uh, and capitalism that you were just talking about. Yeah, the blessings of work. Yeah, the blessings of, 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 of nonstop purchasing. <laughs> to which I will add, please, 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 I don't even know if this is happening. Don't line up for, for bargains this year. Are any oh, stores yeah. doing Black Friday? I hope not. Yeah, no, please don't do that. Everybody stay home. Yeah, oh my you, goodness. Unless you have to go out, don't go out. Right, if, if, if you can keep away from crowds, please do that. Um, this is not something I, I am taking lightly and, uh, and it's something that none of us should take lightly, but, uh, but Gramps, of course, leads the prayer. I noticed that the women are very quiet in this book. Yeah, the honey bear said a couple things. That's about it. I don't think Mama contributed at all to this. This is all, all these blessings are from Papa's mouth. Mm-hmm. And Mama carried the turkey, I just noticed. Cause, uh... <laughs> well, she's good for something. Yeah, I'm like, she didn't cook those. So why is she carrying the turkey? She's a guest. Hurrah for pump. Yeah, she, sister says a few things, but it's brother asking a lot of the questions. Grand scolds Gramps. And, and then it's Papa and Gramps who say all the blessings and all the prayers. Yeah. Blessings of faith and freedom, peace and plenty. La, 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 la. Thanksgiving feast. Amen. Yep. And I, so I guess that, and I also, I guess that like the script Papa was reciting on their trip over is Gramps' script because these are the same blessings. Is that, is Papa, is Gramps Papa's dad? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What am I asking? I'm asking about bear genealogy again. The bear, the, I was going to, I almost said the bear does not fall far, fall far from the tree. And I'm just going to keep it. The bear does not fall far from the tree. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he just sort of summarizes Papa's blessings and, and even though, okay. And even though the entire impetus for them talking about blessings was brother and sister saying, can't wait for all that food. And they're like, it's not all about the food. Even though that was the case, it still ends with them saying, all right, we got all those blessings out of the way. Let's eat. And then they all eat. <laughs> Let's eat. <laughs> Undercutting everything they just said. I can get behind a book that ends with let's eat. Because, uh. I like to eat. <laughs> I can get behind it right now because I am very hungry as Me I really heard this. I'm just like, man, it's lunchtime. Uh, um, and then we, we end with some activities, more activities and questions from brother and sister. Uh, uh, do you think it's important to know about the history of holidays and celebrations? What can you learn from knowing it? And you know what? I do think it's important to learn about the history of holidays and celebrations. Right, uh, but not necessarily the one the history put forth in this book. Exactly. <laughs> I, I anyone who listens to the show knows that I think it's fascinating to learn the history of holidays, and because they are very tied up in in human history and how we and how we choose to celebrate our communities and our lives. Like, but yeah, they take a little more digging than this. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it is a good jumping off point, I guess. Good jumping off point. Um. Because, yeah, the, the, the traditions that we think of as, especially in America, as Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas are actually very tied in with each other. Mm -hmm. And they sort of like tossed, tossed their traditions back and forth, uh, you know, as, as the history of America, went, as, as immigrants came and went and loaned and took back their beliefs and traditions. They, uh, those three holidays kind of like 
mooshed and formed into each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think it says it's, it's sometimes we forget to say thank you. It says to our parents, but I think thank you in general. Uh, what do you think about writing a letter to God? I think that can be a good activity. I, I don't uh, like that they use male pronouns for God. Uh-huh. Um, we don't, my church tends, tries not to do that. Um, even though a lot of our texts are older, so it does say he, but mm-hmm. Like in seminary, we had a, it was a rule, like you couldn't use gender, you couldn't mm. use gendered pronouns for God when you were writing papers and stuff. Yeah. Um, you get marked down because, you know, God is a nebulous being, not a person necessarily. Right. Uh, I mean, Jesus was a person. So yeah, I don't have a problem saying he for Jesus because he was a person. Uh, but you know, God is not, is a, is not a, a he or a she. Anyway, that's a little uh, PSA. <laughs> Where do you suggest mailing a letter to God? Um, <laughs> under your pillow. No, I don't know. Where would you take it to the local church? Wait, no, don't do that. I don't. Want you. <laughs> <laughs> You're with now you got to answer him. Is that well, heretical to answer a letter to God? <laughs> probably. I mean, okay. if I did get one, I would write it. But I'd probably write them back as myself and just say like, I. Passing your prayers on to God, you know, whatever. But you can you know, pray to God yourself. You don't need a priest for that. That's, I don't uh, know if I'd want to get a response because it'd probably be like from, in, in the form of like a flaming letter that descended from the sky. Or a thought in your head or something. You know? Yeah, and then you'll end up in a fish and that's just no good. Yeah, ugh, and then a male fish and then a female fish. <laughs> we already talked about that. That's a, that's, a, that's a system that you do not want to be a part of. Yes. Remember, traditionally, good things didn't always happen to those prophets. Mm-hmm. A lot of bad things. <laughs> but uh, but that is the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving blessings. Um, and again, nothing wrong with counting, you know, your blessings. Just think think about how you're framing them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if, if all your blessings, if you're trying to count your blessings and they all end up being stuff, maybe you should reframe it. Change your perspective, so I yeah. say. Uh, cause yeah, we don't want to talk all about stuff. Let's, uh, let's talk about other things. I, it reminds me, and this is a weird tangent, but it reminds me of one of the, one of the reasons Crispin Glover was very angry at Back to the Future after he was in it. <laughs> okay. Was, wait, I, I, hold I can't on. wait to hear this. <laughs> I'm going to get there, is he was very much against the idea that at the very end of the movie, Marty McFly got his black pickup truck. Because mm-hmm. he didn't think that the lesson that learn was learned at the end of this was that you got stuff for doing the right thing. That you got st- that that Marty's big reward at the end was a thing. He thought that the big reward was Marty learning about his parents, about about learning to stand up for himself, about like about the world becoming a slightly more positive place for for this kid, uh, and that it was undercut by a truck showing up and being like, "Here's your real reward, a truck." And it kind of reminds me of this. Like, it's not about uh, things are things are nice, but that's not the lesson we're trying to learn here. We're trying to learn that 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 there are there are important people and important uh, and important privileges that we have, and that we should reflect on those and not you know just think about how cool our cars are. Oh, interesting. I'd never heard that about Crispin Glover, but then then I know he sued the pants off them. He did. <laughs> For Back to the Future 2. That's another yeah. story. <laughs> he did sue the pants off them, but he didn't want to be in Back to the Future 2. And one of the reasons was that he was still upset about the way Back to the Future 1 ended up. 
Yeah, and then they used his image anyway. And, and then uh, they used, and then they had that guy that like stood in for him for that one uh, line. Uh, yeah, uh, was, yeah. Still a good movie though. I still enjoy Back to the Future too. We are a pro Back to the Future podcast. I love all three of them. Yes. Fight me, fight me. Shot in the back over a matter of eighty dollars. Yeah. Uh, if you want, if you want entertaining, watch uh, watch young twenty somethings watch the Back to the Future series for the first time on YouTube and watch the delight on all of their faces. <laughs> People still love Back to the Future, so uh, yep. Yeah, <laughs> if you take nothing else away from these two episodes that, Laura, that Reverend Lauren recorded with me, uh, it is that the Back to the Future movies are worth a revisit. Yes, definitely. It's just some good fun. <laughs> yeah, um, those are our, those are our Thanksgiving blessings. So. Uh, so what are, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Staying home, mm-hmm. doing nothing. Yeah. What about you? Uh, staying at home, doing something though. Uh, we have our we have our menu laid out. Uh, Alana loves loves cooking for Thanksgiving, so we have, and she and Mitzi are going to do a lot of uh, a lot of planning on that because they love working on food together. Oh yeah, we'll probably just end up watching Sesame Street and going <laughs> to the park or something like that's you know with a two year old and a baby just kinda oh boy do whatever. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect Thanksgiving. Yeah, Jamie. Watch- Jimmy yep. Day. <laughs> maybe pop on Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, maybe. If I tell him it stars a robot, he'll watch it. So Is there a robot? There is if I want him to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we, just wait for part two when the uh, the, the, the Max Hedrum uh, screens come out. And you can be like, see? <laughs> That's a robot. He goes, yeah. is that a robot? And I say, yes. <laughs> tell him the car is a robot. Yep. Tell him Doc Brown is a robot. No mm-hmm. trouble believing that. Einstein's a robot. Einstein's a robot. Yeah. Look at all these robots. Filled with robots. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said field of robots at first. Oh. And I thought of a sequel to Field of Dreams that involved robots coming out of the corn. Hey, if I want to watch Field of Dreams, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish life were that easy. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show again. My pleasure. Anytime. I will definitely take you up on that. Uh, if you want to find uh, more from Reverend Lauren, I saw that you updated uh, thereverendlauren.com. I did. I reactivated my website. It's therevlauren.com. So I hop on over. S- yeah, I visited. I was like, hey, look, a new post. So there it is. Uh, so go to thevereflauren.com. Uh, you can go to berenstainbearcast.com if you want to find this show. Although I don't know how you found it otherwise. Maybe you searched on podcast players where it's available, including Spotify. Or you can go to patreon.com forward slash deep in bear country for a few little extra bonuses, including a, a bonus a message from Mike that I received in the in the email not too long ago. So if you if you sign up uh, and contribute to the show, you can get uh, access to things like that. Otherwise, next week is going to be a non-Thanksgiving episode because it will be Thanksgiving and we'll have come and gone. So uh, so gobble gobble, everybody, I think is the point we're trying to make. And uh, thanks once again to the Reverend Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you all next time deep in bear country. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, just giggling. <laughs> no singing this time? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>